Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Simon here. It's Laura over there. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's episode 98 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, hashtag Howstall, the podcast of relationship waffle, this and that. It's the 5th of April. I just got home from work not long ago, half past two in the afternoon. Um, I've just finished the ironing. Woohoo! Exciting! <laughs> and um, how are you feeling? Okay, uh, how am I feeling? Um, can we talk about yesterday f- or do you want to wait? No, we will. We're going to get into that. Um, so how are you feeling right now in right yourself, Right now, generally? right now. I'm all right. You're about to take me off to the cinema. So. Oh, I wonder what we're coming then. <laughs> um, well, listen, we should mention this and the how are you feeling bit because we've got an empty house tonight. Hold on. That's the right noise for I was it. Really, say, what is am it? I going to do? Am I going to hit you around the head with an iron? Yeah, well, I wouldn't put it past you. We've got an empty house tonight. That's more like. I it, think it, it should be there. Ooh, little daughter is off on a beach day, Dubai. Hashtag Dubai. Yeah. yeah. Um, teenage drama queen daughter is going to her friends. One of her mates. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you'd already said we could go and see the Batman today. Yes. Which I've been trying to see for ages. It's not on in IMAX anymore, so I'm a little bit 
off about it because I really wanted to see it in IMAX. Ah, right. Yeah, everyone said, see it. oh, if you're going to see it, see it in IMAX. If you're going to see it, see it in cinema. But if you're going to see it in cinema, see it in IMAX. Well, let's have a look where it's on. And it's on. not on an IMAX anymore because there's a new Marvel film out. Therefore, Batman, having had a month, has been uh, sidetracked. Okay. That's why I'd been saying it all the time. But anyway, empty house tonight. You know what that means, everybody? I've got a noise for this. Empty house tonight, everybody, just me and you. Woo! So there you are. Um, <laughs> anything could happen tonight, can it? Yeah, well, a lot of sleep after three hours. In Batman? Yeah. You're going to sleep in cinema, so I'm not bothered about that. Um, uh, that thing about having the house to yourself, can we talk about... Well, last time we talked about it, we said we planned too hard. So we, we planned too hard. I'm not planning about tonight. No. Nothing like that. But what I would say is, we've gone a fallow period. <laughs> not very long. Only like a week or something. But the weekend, when shenanigans could have happened, yeah. never seemed the right time. Yep. Couldn't find a gap. Oh, well. well I, don't, I don't mean that gap. It's always easy to find. Shut your face. It's in your face. <laughs> uh, but, you know, no, t- timings were off. Then, like... Tiredness. But tiredness. People were supposed to be going out. Again, yesterday we were supposed to have the house to ourselves. We both got excited about it. Yeah. And by the way, that's not the only time we partake. <laughs> God, I hate dancing around it like this. Uh, well, I don't think anyone wants to hear. No, but... <laughs> no, hey... It's a relationship podcast. We're it talking is. about being married, right? No, no, no. And it's it's something a lot of parents have to... Yeah. We did yesterday, which we're going to come on to, we did something very sad. Yeah. That wouldn't have been right. No. You know, so as you'll hear in a little while, but that would have been... There's, sometimes you can't, you know, it's like you can't watch a Children in Need documentary and then go, you know what I fancy. Yeah. You can't, can you? Yeah. So there's that. But I genuinely, right now... Considering I am always miserable, right now I'm thinking, i got some time with you. Yeah. Kind of, I know the cinema's not a date, but it's almost like I'm excited to go out with you. Well, the cinema thing, we well, we totally disagree on it. Like, I love watching films, and I want to see The Batman, but I am a sofa film watcher. I like the comfort of my own home. Get to eat what you want, get to sit how you want. You can make noise if you need to make noise. Yeah, but all of these things that you're talking about are bloody annoying. And I'll tell you this, we watch films at home and... Because I sometimes I'm on a sofa in front of you, not like exactly in front, but I can't see you. And I'll turn around, I'll get you in my peripherals and you're on your phone. And I'll think, well, you're not fully immersed. That's rare. In the cinema. That's rare. You're normally on your phone. You did it last night watching the one that we're going to talk about today and I I annoyed me a bit because I wanted you to become immersed in it. I'm not saying you're always like it, but I don't want to be on my phone either. But the girls are always on the phones. the cinema thing for me is like sitting on a plane for three hours. So that's that's where I'm at. I don't like, I'm just going to surprise you this, I don't like the cinema because it's full of yeah right it is in it yeah there's no way on earth even if there's only 10 other people in there's no way all 10 of them are going to play by the bloody rules <laughs> right if i were will smith i'd smack somebody in cinema every time i went okay. that's how much it annoys me <laughs> but i obviously i'm not going to smack anybody but 
I don't. The chairs aren't comfy enough unless we go to the good one, the the one that's got recliners in. With if we go to the one recliners in, I've paid for you for a ticket to sleep, <laughs> yeah. so you might as well have stayed at home. Anyway, um, when Leo gets back, we'll get him to tell us some cinema stories. I want to do. It, but I said this to you earlier. I think we should do a podcast with him. Yeah, get him in, special guest, and we should both write random questions that he has to answer if he's up for it. Like mastermind. <laughs> yeah. No, not trivia. I'm, I know. Just just questions about his time in yeah. uni. Yeah, because no, we've still what... not done the, the uni podcast. No, I know. Uh, got a new word for you. Go on. Apanthropy. Apanthropy. Right, if I said, I've got apanthropy, right, I've got apanthropy, what would you say it probably is? Do you have it? Yes, I have it. Um, uh, is it something stress-related? An aversion to spending time with other people and a a love of solitude. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a new word for you. Did you like that? that You you have that very highly. So yesterday um, we went to, I came home from work. Yeah. Something mad happened with the girls and I wasn't here for this. Well, I, in the morning, I went for some physio on my bottom and um <laughs> I need that for later. <laughs> Ding <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's me Grace and Perry laughing. She again. said she might stick some needles in my bottom next week. So anyway <laughs> I was doing that and the girls kinda wanted to get out of the house. So I said, Will you you two go and in the coffee shop while I Again I, this will be a subject in a little while, but kids go into a Posh coffee shop. I said posh, but it would have been posh in our day. Going to a Costa. Yeah. You couldn't get a Costa. You couldn't spend 20 quid on a Costa while I go and have my bum pricked. I know, but I thought they'd feel all grown up, the two girls going to have coffee together. Yeah, it's not, I, I love it because I'm, I, you know, but just mark that down as the first thing on this podcast that back in my day, etc., cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. So they did that. Anyway, um, I come out and they're both moaning about their stomachs a bit. Which we all know coffee gives you the coffee poo. Big time. But they were moaning. I'm having one now. Yeah. Not the poo, the coffee. The, they were like overdoing the tummy pain. Yeah. And then um, Betsy was like really hyper. She she cracked up at the thought. <laughs> there was something that said, do not put, put near naked flames. Now she found that hilarious because it said the word naked. Like she was proper giggling. Yeah. yeah and then, um, and then, okay, they... Seemed a bit weird, but anyway, went home. You came back, and we'd arranged to go to an adventure park. Yeah, it's in Dubai Hills Mall. Yeah, and we've we went down there once. It's a brand new mall, so only half at shops are open, but it's massive. And whenever there's a new mall in Dubai, it's a big deal, isn't it? But yeah. this is a really big one, and it's the closest mall to our house, I think. Yeah, and at the moment, it's still nice and quiet. Yeah, and. Uh, so the plan was, we're going to take the girls down, yep. we're going to go to this Adventureland place, and then we're going to go and have some ice cream, something like that. Which in the morning, by the way, pre-coffee, yeah. they'd been so excited about. So by the time I get home, yeah. the girls are acting so weird. Honey has what looks like a panic attack. She's just sitting there, I went, you are right, hon? Walked in, she went, <gasps> yeah. I can't breathe. <gasps> yeah. she, I genuinely started yeah. going off like that. I'm thinking, is she ill? Yeah. How me and you go around going, I was saying, have I done something? Yeah. What if I don't? I've just walked in. I couldn't work out why she she was 
upset. And then, yeah, and then basically, Bill, oh, daddy, me belly, oh, I've got a bad belly. And I'm thinking, we're about to take her to a place, it's called Adventureland. Yeah. And it's wires and springs and trampoline. I'm thinking, yeah. is this the right time to be doing this? Anyway, I kept my mouth shut. We go down, we go through the mall, and Adventureland is incredible. Yeah, it's got one of those like sky trails. But it's designed, you've done one of these sky trails at Murdiff City Centre, another mall in Dubai when it first opened, and that one was really high. Yeah. And it almost looks a bit too much, I thought. I mean, I'd never do it anyway. But this one looks like it's still high. Yeah. You still die if you fell off it. Not that anybody does. But um, it looks like it's a bit more designed for kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, Honey didn't want to do it. Well, I think, again, I, I think she would have. Yeah. But she was in a weird mood. Betsy. Yeah, we sent her up to do it. And what you do is you go between different obstacles. So the first one is like a balance beam. They're strapped in, by the way. Harnesses, yeah. helmets and everything. You're not falling off. She walks along. Does the first bit. Hey, go on, Bets. Go on. Yeah. She goes on the second one, which is like a wobbly ladder. Yeah. Perfect. Goes yeah. on the third one. Perspex squares. Perfect. Fourth one, walking up. Dot, 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 dot. Perfect. And then she can see that coming up is like a climbing wall one. Yeah. Yes. Here's the mistake they make here at this place. There's an exit. Oh, if I that know. exit weren't there. Yeah. She, Psychologic. this is what I'm like. I'd have been like, I'm getting down there straight away. She got along to that, saw that there was an exit to climb down. This is only a third of the way around. She's shouting down, Mommy, Daddy, I'm off. I'm not doing this. I'm too scared. My knees have gone. Yeah, well, little did we know the whole coffee thing as well at this point. She's saying she's got wobbly legs. That might have had something to do with it. Really affected her. So, and you're trying to encourage her to go on. Because, which is not bad because no, it's, you know. Uh, you and I are very different with the height thing like i yep. love doing those kind of things that that you know climbing yeah those things are right up my street it's not your cup of tea when i was younger i'd be around that in a flash but now i'm just terrified yeah. of heights anyway we got her down yeah and um she seems all right then she goes on a thing that's like a ski jump now this is on my instagram already at catboy92 have a look at this it is amazing. It's like an Eddie the Eagle ski jump. But such a simple idea. And you do it on a tyre, yeah. like on a rubber ring, and you whoosh down it and go up in air, and then they've got one of them crash mats that stunt men use. Yeah. That's mat, as big yeah. as an house, right? And you're in the air for a good while. And she was like, I'm flying! So good. Yeah. Uh, she did that, fine, comes off, laughing her head off. Yeah. Then there's trampolines. And again... Not just normal trampolines, which kids love. Yeah. This is trampolines with incorporated video games. I sound like I'm doing an advert for this place, and I'm genuinely not. A bit like those, um, you know, the dance move. Yeah. Once you get in arcades. So there's one where you have to jump up and slap stuff on the wall, and they light up, so you have to, you know, do... But then there's one where you've obviously got some sort of camera on you, and the minute you get on it, it designs your avatar. Yeah. You start bouncing... And there's dots coming on the screen, and you've got to bounce to where the dots are on the telly. And get points, yeah. She's absolutely flying at that. And then there's like a bit like the Grand National. There's all trampolines with jumps. Like hurdles. but Hurdles, yeah. But yeah. They look like them boxers. What were them boxers called at uh, school that you could make higher or lower They're called the horse. Hobby horse, is yeah. that it? Anyhow, she was jumping over them. There was a little blonde-haired kid flying over them, doing flips and everything. And I'm like trying to get her confidence up. She mistimed one and landed on her guts on the box, right? Proper winded herself. Winded herself. You could tell because 
She, she tried not to cry. No, she just went, nope. And, and then she just off. ran off. But and then, uh, yeah. So then she's complaining, right? Well, she went white. Yeah. She went white. And I thought, again, she just winded herself. So this, by the way, this has nothing to do with the place. She loved it. We will be going back there. Yeah. However, she was supposed to be going on a sleepover last night. We were supposed to have an empty house. How is your father? We end up having to take her home. We come home. We get out of the car. She basically spews up latte. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we had a carrier bag ready. You got hold of her two pigtails that she got in. So you're holding her like a rally <laughs> chopper. And I'm holding the bag. And I've got me expensive, yeah. you know, limited edition trainers on. So I'm holding this bag like, get it in the hole, get it in the hole. I had mixed feelings about that sick because there was like a real strong, nice coffee smell. Well, exactly. It looked and smelled exactly like a latte, yeah. which I'm drinking now. And then, But then just occasionally a little bit of sick smell hit me. So I was having, and I genuinely fancied a coffee at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so but, that was that. Yeah. So I think what happened is they both got coffee poisoning i think they, they got off their heads yeah they were that i think so i think honey had the heart palpitation thing betsy had got sick they both been on the loo and i think yeah. that's i think genuinely like and they were both tripping they were like yeah now if you're one of these parents who's gonna be like oh we shouldn't be getting kids coffee betsy's never drunk coffee in her life and then just recently we started making a decaf ones she sees like the lattes, lattes as that well, we have milky mockers ones. chocolate basically yeah. hot chocolates so anyway don't bother emailing. I don't care. I drank coffee from a kid. Look at I me. Did. I did. Yeah. And anyway, it was a little treat that they went on. So they came back last night. Honey looked after Betsy. We went back out. Yes. Now, we didn't mention this on the last podcast. I don't quite know how to talk about it. But. Well, we went to a, a memorial for a, a friend of ours. Yeah. There's a friend we've not seen for a while. Yeah. And it's such a weird thing. And this is. I mean, I'm not on Facebook, so you knew where these guys were and everything. I had no idea. Yeah. We were quite tight with them. Yeah, the whole family. And, and then we lived two streets away yeah. where we are now. Yeah. Then we moved out of this area. Mm-hmm. Kind of staying in touch, then kind of lost touch a little bit for no reason. And I said this yeah. last night Yeah. to the wife. I said, you know, really miss seeing you guys. I don't know what, you know, maybe they went off us. But anyway, no, I just think it like you know, school schools change. They the, the children we used to all go to the same school. Then schools changed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Last week, was it? yeah. Middle of last week, some point you're sitting on your Facebook and you see that the husband, uh, the dad, yeah, has passed away. Yeah. Which was he's a few years younger than me. He's kind of in between me and you, I think. Yeah. And it was a proper. Shocked the system. Yeah. And I don't know how to explain it really because it's somebody I've not seen for a good few years now. But in some ways he was a lot like me. Dad to three kids. Yeah. You know, very similar age. Fiercely in love with his family. Yeah. Fiercely, you know. Yeah. Which is exactly what I am. There's a lot of ways we were very different as last night proved. But, um, but yeah, he passed away and, uh, so there was a memorial at the golf club last night. Yeah. Yeah. I think we both, when we arrived, obviously neither of us were looking forward to it, if you like, but we kind of got there and didn't know what to expect. No. 
and then um, we walk around the corner and all of a sudden just a line of men and children in hockey shirts. Yeah. So there's a Canadian fella. Yeah. And he's very big in the hockey scene in Dubai. Yeah. Coaches kids. And that's when he got me because we know that golf club like backwards and we walked through. Yeah. There wasn't a, there wasn't a soul in the uh, lobby part of the golf club, but then you walk straight through the building to the back where the golf course is. And yeah, just hundreds of hockey shirts from all over the world, yeah. local ones, international ones, obviously. And as soon as that happened, I just got my arms went up on, yeah. my ears went up on my arms and I started feeling like I was going to cry and I'm thinking, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, this is, and I trust me, you're the same. We're both extremely sad about this, but the reaction, the way it hit me, and then it turned into such a beautiful night. Yeah. Because they did it by this little lake in golf club. And I don't think I'd be underestimating to say there were between three and 500 people there. Yeah, there were so many people there. Uh, mostly in hockey shirts. Yeah. Both sets of parents from the families. Obviously his wife and kids. Yeah. And... and it, oh, and, God. And the, Yeah, and they did... Um, they did the speech... The way they did the speeches, I thought, was so lovely because they had his family, as in his mum and dad and yeah. brother and sister, and then the wife's family, because the the her family was very oh. close with his family as well and then his immediate family so his wife and children then went up and they yeah. which i it was so brave of her to do that and and we used to see them i mean you know them better than me at f- first of course you taught the kids yeah but when i was doing the school pickups a lot i'd see the parents yeah uh the wife's parents got really the close to them yeah, yeah grandparents and uh, the kids obviously um, the eldest daughter had been on our radio course that we did yeah. many years ago. And yeah, it was just, but the thing was at the end of it, you know, and there's hundreds of people there and I'm thinking, God, they all know them better than we do. But at the end of the night, we got to speak to them for a little while and we would say, I, and I just said, look, I'm not on Facebook. I, I didn't know you guys, they still live a couple of streets from us. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry I've not seen you, you know, and there's no reason for it. Yeah, and she said, you know, well, this is if this is not a if this is not a springboard to sort of making these things happen. Yeah, but it's, look, it was just I've not been able to stop thinking about it since last night, and I didn't want to leave you this morning. No, I've been thinking about you a lot. It's yeah, I have as well, and I and I think even before the memorial, I kept thinking about it in that you you, you put yourselves in yeah, that yeah, situation. Yeah, to honour us. Yeah, and I. Uh, um, and I was watching the photo. We stood together uh, for about an hour watching yeah. photos. They got a projector set up, photos from this guy's life. Yeah. And they were just the most boring, average photos that everyone's got in your yeah. phone. And we said this to the grandparents. We were having a chat about this. And we said, you know, like... I constantly take photos like that. The kids don't want to be in them. I constantly, I took one of the girls. They don't even know I took it. About two days ago. Yeah. And they were just both sat on the sofa and I just sneakily picked, because if you pick your phone up, they're always ready teenagers. They always think, what are you doing that for? for yeah. Tomorrow? And I took a picture. And it was them kind of photos. And... I don't post as much as I used to. I don't post as yeah. many. But I, I do try and take photos and I say... I'm not taking it, and we we kind of both say it. I'm not taking this to post. I'm taking this for memories because, you know, we might feel like we look you like rubbish never. or whatever. But I just, 
Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, a time comes for everybody. And this is not just last night. Yeah. A time comes for everybody when all you've got left is photographs and memories. Yeah. And suddenly, them photographs are worth the weight in gold. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a... But yeah, it, the, since that, that was last night. I said the last 12 hours, 12, 15 hours of my life, I went to work this morning. I just sat there and I put me noise-cancelling headphones in to drown out office noises. Yeah. And I just... Well, I just felt really strange and really like, if somebody told you that were coming, what you wouldn't be doing is sitting at work. You'd be at home with the people you love, yeah, trying to wring every single second out of it. And I was sitting there thinking, why am I, do- why am I doing here? Yeah. Not like I don't want my job or anything like that, but like what, it certainly makes you reassess your priorities. Yeah, definitely. And, and I don't... Without sounding too morbid, I've got four people that I know quite well have recently all had like very close deaths, like yeah. as in as in close members of their family. And we know a lot of people who are poorly at the minute. Yeah, and you know, family members and stuff. And I don't know if it's the age we're at that these things start to happen a lot more, but it's um it makes you think, doesn't it? That's mm. I guess. But yeah, it's um So yeah, it was a strange old day. Yeah, but beautifully done. I think they did it great. I I my feeling is these things, I mean, I said to you while I was there, I did think it was beautiful, but don't do something like this for me <laughs> because it'd be false. And the funny thing, they said, this is what he would have wanted. He would have wanted all these people yep. and he would have been in there with a beer and it would have been a life and soul, this yeah, guy, yep. right? Absolutely. I, if I walked into that for me, <laughs> I would turn around and walk straight back out, right? But that's who I am. Yeah. And it's not my thing. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's well done. Sorry, I've... I want to go back to talk, sorry, we're going to just, uh, let me just put a little noise in. Subject divider. <laughs> I want to talk back about Adventureland. Yeah. Because what well, I've been thinking about that, because I've been messing about with the video I took there yesterday. Yeah. Can you imagine being a kid? I know there's a slight age difference between me and you, but when I was a kid, I'd say the most exciting thing I did and I often talk about it with my kids and wish I could go back and do it, mm. was building go-karts out of wooden planks and a piece of carpet and pram wheels. Yeah. And it was the best thing ever. Yeah. And me and a few of my mates had them carts and we'd race down the road in them with a bit of skipping rope to steer. Yeah. And then as I started getting older, you'd see a few, like the swimming pools would get a couple of slides in. Yeah. And you'd be like, my God, I never lived near anywhere that had roller coasters. But then like Alton Towers came out and stuff like that. But in yeah. England, you'd have to go for 100 miles to go to an Alton Towers. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they're on every corner. Yeah. We live in a city now. There are as many theme parks here as there are malls. Yeah. And trust me, there are a lot of malls. In a, any city in England, you tend to get one big mall, don't you? Yeah. And Southampton got one. Sheffield's got Meadow Hall. West Key, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Put that into perspective. Both of them as cities are bigger than Dubai, I think. Yeah. What? Dubai must have got 40 malls. <laughs> 40 well, massive malls. It's the same as the, the swimming pools, the, you know, the water parks. We've got hundreds of water parks, we've got hundreds of theme parks, theme roller parks. coasters, a lot. But this is what I mean is, what kids have today, and I'm not mourning about it, it is I incredible. I think kids out, out here probably 
do have a lot more of stuff like that. I, I think in the UK, it's still a treat to go to Chessington Thorpe Park. Oh, of course, for the and day. they're bloody expensive. Yeah, they are really expensive. Um, but that yesterday, I, oh, we're going to be talking about school in a sec. I wish I could, t- I mean, I didn't really like school, but imagine taking your class yeah. on when you're about 11 to that adventure land yesterday. It'd be like back to the future. <laughs> It was mad. Yeah, no. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Anyway. This is, this is Funny enough, Honey's just told me that Dubai is currently number one in the whatever survey for Bestest whatever. family holidays. Yeah, really? And I can believe it. If, I mean... If you were looking for things for kids to do, because like when we went to Cyprus, remember? Yeah. For me and you, it's just like, chill out, yeah. nice food, yeah. swimming at sea, that's about it. But the kids have become accustomed. There was a water park nearby, remember? Yeah, but it looked... Well, I'm like, hey, we're not going there. Yeah, it looked like it's going to break. Held together by chewing gum and sellotape. Um, so, yeah, I can... And, and the hotels with their kids' clubs are amazing. So you can't, I can't deny that... Oh, all that stuff. I can see why it would be a good holiday. Yeah. You know. But, yeah, I, just, I was just thinking about that yesterday as we were in there, thinking, God, the younger... See, me now... I'm a fat old knacker. I am, nothing works. My knees don't work, nothing works. I'm scared of everything. And I was looking at that yesterday and I was just almost weeping inside thinking, God, I would have loved this as a kid. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Betsy would have would loved for you to sit down with her and make a go-kart as well, so. The go-karts, I bet you've never done that, have you? The proper ones, pram, t- pram tyres. No, I didn't make one. I think my granddad might have had one, something like that. I mean, I, by the way, mine were always secondary. It was Martin, my uncle, seven years older than me. Yeah. It were him and his mates who made them, and I got the cast-offs. They made little proper wooden brakes on them. I mean, they were death traps, really. <laughs> and you, do, you got, you yeah, know, you yeah, got yeah. the gravel in your hand, the worst pain on earth. You know, I know you're going about childbirth, but gravel in Dan's worse than childbirth. <laughs> Come on, you've done both. I like chewing gravel. Oh, you tramp! I know. Chewing gravel! Well, when it's in a chewing, when it's in a piece of chewing gum, and then you go like that, and it goes. No, no, I love that. I absolutely hate it. Right, I want to do a quick review, but before I do, go on. You've you've popped off to have your fringe done today. You like it? I love it. Um, yeah, right. So I have got the best hairdresser, and I've had her for years. She does listen to the podcast sometimes, by the way, but that's not why I'm saying it. But yeah, that's great. So now I'm rubbish at getting my actual haircut, like. Yeah. I, I have a haircut probably once a year, and she she takes a mickey out of me for having it. It's like shaving, yeah. Like your fringe needs doing, like regularly, yeah. Like shaving your beard, not your beard, but yeah. You know, I've tried doing it myself a couple of times, but anyway. So I go to her. She gives me a, a free fringe cut. No, she she did a can't take long. No, it doesn't take long, and you know, she normally sort of she's she has another customer. Comes and does my, you know, like she'll leave them yeah. with their hair dyeing or whatever. Comes and does my fringe, off I go. I'm not getting the massage or the hair wash. I'm not getting any of that. So, but... Later. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I have that dilemma because I don't think I'm warranting, like, I don't get my hair cut enough. You'd, I'd say you don't get your hair cut every six months. No, I get it cut about once a year. Once a year? Yeah. So but in between that, how many fringe cuts? Twelve? Uh, yeah, once mm, once a month, once every six weeks. Okay, so eight maybe. Yeah. Eight, eight eight fringe cuts in between every haircut. Yeah, 
Which she's just doing for you. She's doing for me. And so I always want to give her a tip. Yeah. Right? Now she's probably having that dilemma of, well, how, well, she's had that many now. How do I stop it? How do, how do I now charge yeah. her? I've, I've, I've given her the first free. Now I'm gonna have to keep, keep it going. Now I really want to give her a tip because I feel like she deserves it. She's done it for me every time. What I said is buy her a little gift. Well, I gave her a little gift at Christmas. Because I think money's rude when you've got that relationship. If you have your hair cut properly, you know you're paying for something. It's like she's baked you a cake. You're paying for the cake. Yeah. Right? But if you went round to her house for a slice of cake, you wouldn't go, here's a tenner. Right. Nice cake. And I think a money transaction when you've got a bit more of a person. By the way, if she's listening to this and next time you see her, she goes, you're right. I should charge you every time I do it. You're never going to that hairdresser again. <laughs> I'll cut your bloody hair. Right? If you're talking your way out of free fringe cuts here, you can grow your bloody fringe out. But if you went in and said, here's a, here's a nice box of chocolates, you know, yeah. here's whatever, a car, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. uh, thanks. You know, just to show that you're, and, and you obviously appreciate it. I do. I do. And she, and I love her. She's such a lovely person as well. And, but then I, so I had that. And I always have that. Then I get in the car, driving home, I need some petrol, pull into our local petrol station. The guy always gives me a happy wave. And uh, See, I think this is... <sighs> I don't know if he does this with every attractive-ish woman that comes <laughs> past, right? He knows which side his bread's buttered on. Yeah, he, he might. You know, like, and these guys survive on tips, by the way. Yes, I know, I know. I always tip them. He make, but he I, makes I, me I get feel no like extras. he knows me. So I'm like, yeah, hi. So, but most people... Mind pay- you, you're like a bloody... But every time we drive past it, because it's just at the top of our road, and it's not a proper petrol station, by the way. It's like this mini like, petrol station yeah, with one, one pump. pump. Yeah. Right? So it's not got the big overhangs and a Burger King. It's just on the side of our road. Yeah. So convenient. But every time we go past, you're like, oh, it just he waved. Yeah. He, he knows me. He knows me. <laughs> he like that. He loves me. Right. You are like a little dog at the at the window when the postman comes. Yeah, but I don't know how, again, I don't know how that started. I don't know when he, he started waving at me. I wonder me. how many wives there are in this neighbourhood who are going like that to us and say, no, he just waves at me. <laughs> so, yeah, you pulled in to see him. Yeah. yeah well, so, to get petrol. Yeah. So it gives me his little wave and then... Uh, most people nowadays pay by card, Apple Pay, whatever. Yeah. So I pay by card. I don't have enough cash. I very rarely carry cash. Yeah. But then I have that guilt thing, like I just had with the hairdresser. And why do you feel guilty? Why do I feel guilty? Why do you feel guilty? Because he gave me the wave. Yeah. No. He's a hundred percent. Because he stood in the sunshine all day as well. So I, I go into the my purse to get ten dirhams out. Yeah. Which is it's two quid. A couple of quid, right? Go to hand it, and as I'm passing it to him, I realise it's a twenty dirham. Did it go slow motion? I'm like, oh, it's twenty. So you, your hands out, <laughs> his hands coming to clasp the money. Yeah, this is all that happens in one second. But in your mind, it's like, oh no, yeah, it's twenty. I mean, he's thinking, yep, brilliant, and it's Ramadan, and and oh, ah, next time he sees you, it'll be two hands. Hello, yeah. madam, jazz hands. <laughs> and like, right, everyone's gonna be listening to this going, well. That's a bit tight, Laura. She twenty dirhams. What's wrong with that? But I, because at the minute, every every penny counts to us. Like literally, <laughs> like yeah. I am. We're say having to save pennies. So I'm thinking, oh, that's like the only bit of cash I had in my purse. And now you've got the knock on. Yeah, but because then ha- he knows you, of course. Yeah. The next time you're going to get petrol from there. Yeah. He's going to be nudging his mate who's on 
who's there with him. You know, it's a t- it's a two man job. This and I turned down the window clean as well. Oh, for f- I should I should have let How him. You turn you paid twenty dirhams. I know. I should have let him. I should have let him. For twenty dirhams, you could have buffed your headlamps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have to give myself a talking to. He's, you know, you're better off than he Laura. is. You might be poor, but he's even poorer, you know, so... That's when we went to the shops a couple of days ago, in my car, the guy offered to wash it and it needed doing. Yeah. Right, got a bit sandy. And we were going in to buy some bits. Yeah. I was going to have a trim of the old bush on the head, right? Yeah. So I know I'd got time. Kim Kim Jong-un? Wash, yep. wash my car for me, mate, right? I came out. Oh, yeah. I only had 100 dirham note. You right? didn't. And he says, I said, how much is it? 25 dirhams for the car wash. I mean, that's a fiver for a car wash, which is good. Yeah. And again, they're in baking some. And you didn't say normally, so. I'd give him 30 dirhams. Yeah. It's a quid. Yeah. It's nothing, right? Yeah. I only got 100 dirhams. Whenever you ask these guys for change, they start doing all that, don't they? Turning pockets out. Yeah. Looking around. They turn, they've got the wallet. The they slow, never show it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You turn around. Oh, I don't think I've got any change, sir. Yeah. Like that. And I'm like, there's no way I'm getting him 100 dirhams. Right. For a, for a 25 I know, dirham I know what wash. he said. What did you say? Just give, give me 50. Well, <sighs> you're very close. <laughs> <laughs> I said, just give me 60. Oh. So he almost doubled the price of the wash. I couldn't say 50. Right. Because that's... 25. That, I mean, double. that's an extra car wash. Yeah. I would have said, give me 50, write your name down next time I'm in here yeah. washing my bloody car again, mate. <laughs> yeah. So there you I are. I owe you. All right, let's, uh, got anything else? Just finishing on a quick review? Um, no, no. Um, right. Last night we watched When We Were Bullies. Yeah. It's It was in the Oscars. Was it documentary short it might have been? I think it was short yeah. films or documentary. When We Were Bullies. Um, and it's about this guy who is making a different film and he's looking for a guy to be a voiceover on his film. Yeah. And he meets this guy and they've both got Brooklyn accents and they get talking. And it turns out not only are these guys from the same neighbourhood, they went to the same school, but not only did they go to the same school, they were in the same class in fifth grade, was it? Yes. So basically when they were 10 year old. Yeah, Year six in the UK, yeah. An insane coincidence. And then they started talking about an incident that happened in that class. And I just was totally mesmerised by it. It's only 35 minutes long. Great storytelling, I thought. When We Were Bullies, it's called. I don't want to go into it. Yeah. The ending for me. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Not going to say anything. Yeah, I thought the same. But, um, yeah, I I loved it. And I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Really? Yes, I am. Oh, no. Meant a lot to me that. Seven. I got bullied at school. Yeah. Quite relentlessly at one time. Um, uh, do you not think, I feel like everybody at some point gets bullied. I, I yeah. got bullied like for uh, silly little things sometimes. Well, you didn't seem as bothered about it. Why? What were your feelings on it? Um... I was going to say, I didn't think the subject matter was very, obviously bullying is, but the the story I didn't think was very strong. I did. And I think everyone will have took some away from it. Everybody will have thought. No, no, I understand that. But do you know what I, th- I also think it is? It's because I listened to a podcast not that long ago 
of the very very similar situation of where but it was the bull the person that was bullied went to find um all the people that had bullied her and right. that, and this this that was a lot stronger than that documentary so i think in that way well that, what stars would you give it then seven six seven all right six and a half six and a half out of ten from you nine from me yeah uh when we were bullies it's called it's worth checking out couple of podcast recommendations for you uh, how do you cope with ellis and john which is a mental health podcast i've been listening to it's done by ellis james and john robbins away from the normal radio show great guests yeah. and a great listen the one i'm listening to now is about anorexia uh, it's, it's very good and sean keevney's creative cul-de-sac which i put our friend greg on to he's listened to three he's giving it the uh star star rating he loves it lovely all right we're off to see batman and we'll, the batman the batman and we'll uh, report back on that soon see you later bye, bye. the end imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.